0: Podcast. We're coming off of a great weekend at Burlington Raceway, uh, up in Burlington, Iowa, at 34 Raceway, and with us now is the voice of the uh, MOA Sprint Car Series, Mr. Dwayne Hewitt. Dwayne, welcome to the MOA Podcast, my friend.
1: Thank you, Patrick. How are you doing tonight? Well,
0: I I'll yep. tell you what, it, it definitely. Um, Definitely was a great show, and um, you got a, you had a pretty good view of it. Had, calling all the action, being the voice of the series, kind of tell us a little bit of what went down this past Saturday night.
1: Well, it, was, it was a good show. You know, it always is a good show at 34 Raceway. We always have good good car count. We always have a few names drop in. You know, it always makes it exciting for the fans. Brian Brown, of course, got the uh, the big win. But really cool thing about it was, is the, the other guys that kind of dropped in and wanted to, to make some noise of the most series, didn't have a whole lot of luck. We had a bunch of mo guys up at the front, including uh, Joey Mohan. who took the second spot. Jared Hall was third. Ben Wagner had his best run of the season. He finished fifth. He actually brought his backup car, which is a two-year-old chassis, out of the rafters during this month-and-a-half break that we had, put it together, and that car was a rocket ship all night long. He got caught in lap traffic. He was a leader early, was holding off Brian Brown pretty well, and then just made a bad decision in lap traffic he caught a lap car in one and two where the bottom was most definitely faster and he went to the high side could not get around a lap car and brian brown just kind of snickered him got by him and then nobody had anything the rest of the night for brian brown but ben picked up the heat race win and he picked up the dash win so ben had a great night it's good to see him having some success you know he's running a 305 this year and had some luck but he hadn't had a whole lot of success with us so it's good to see ben wagner having having some uh, some good luck and Heard some good stories. Sounds like we're going to have Logan Falcon with us uh, on a regular basis the rest of the year. Pretty excited to hear us talking to his dad. And Logan, of course, graduated in May from Southern Illinois University. Sounds like he's going into business with dad and, and going to be available to race quite a bit and, and keep the family business going. So that's a really exciting thing to hear, for us. you know, as we continue to try and build the, uh, the brand and, and the 410 sprint car racing throughout the Midwest. Especially in, in Illinois. So, we're pretty excited about that. It was a great weekend of the racing. And, you know, we've got a ton of awesome racing coming up over here in the next six weeks or so.
0: So, you can bring up a couple of good points there as well. Of course, the top uh, in the top five, you had second, third, and fourth were your top three in points. And Joey Mohan right now is locked in a tight battle with three time and defending series champion Jared Hull. What do you think, Dwayne? You think Joey's got a name to thrown the king of the hill so far the most front car series
1: you know i'd like to think he does you know jerry's a great guy he's been part of this Moa series since literally the very beginning along with jeremy there's a handful of guys that came together and a handful of drivers and jeremy and jerry were two of those guys that had a pretty active role in the very beginning and have done a great job to promote this this moa series and it's really cool to see him put a season together like he's had but I'll tell you what, he had such a phenomenal early year. I mean he he was fantastic. He just couldn't get away from Jared and now Jared's opened up a bit of a point lead because of a couple of bad nights for Joey. And I tell you what, the the thing about Jared is is obviously he is fast, but he's got Scott Bonner and those guys on that crew and they just very seldom does that car ever not finish. I mean he I don't know when the last time he didn't make a feature was. I don't even I don't have those stats in front of me, but I know he hasn't missed very many. And when he does make a feature, if he finishes outside the top ten, it's a surprise. You know, he's usually in a wreck or something. So it's just so tough to to gain any points on Jared. I mean, you saw how well Joey ran early in the year. I think for the first, and one of you guys might be able to remember this off the top of your head, I think the first six or eight shows, Joey was never outside the top five, and he still only had like a 15-point lead over Jared. I mean, it's just Jared is so consistent. He's been doing it so long. You know, he, he understands the game. He knows what he needs to do. He's got great people behind him. He's got a good ride underneath him. And, and it's just tough. You know, I, I'd love to see Joey. Now, I don't think Joey's going anywhere. You know, and A.J. Burns isn't going to go anywhere. They're going to hang out. A.J. was there to the end last year, you know, the last couple of races. And if you remember this last year, Patrick, I don't know if you were, were there, but a rule that we changed over the winter was that you can't use a backup car. And Jared actually blew a motor at Tri-City towards the end of the year last year and hopped in Jimmy Davies' ride and and saved some points that night at Tri-City. So it's not impossible for him to have a problem. And if that was to happen this year, that will close that battle right back up again because he can't do the backup car deal anymore. So, you you know, those guys probably at this point, sadly enough for them, they probably need that to happen. They need Jared to have a bad night. They've both had bad nights, several of them. They really need Jared to have one or two. And you know, there's still eight racing nights left, so there's plenty of time to have one of those nights. Tri City has kind of been a gremlin for Jared from time to time, you know. And you never know what's going to happen on the bowl rings. Like we've got a Macon date left, we have got a two Jacksonville dates left, we got a Lincoln date left. You, know, you get on those little bowl rings, you never know what might happen. The problem is, is, the other two guys have to be on those same racetracks, so. We'll see what happens. I you know Joey's going to be there. He's going to be within striking distance, but I think he's going to need
2: some help.
0: So hey, you're absolutely right about one thing. There's a lot of, a lot of great dates coming up, and, and, you're, and Jared's had a lot, of, a lot of luck to go with the consistency, but like you said, there's a lot of places. still got got a lot of big events coming up, starting off this coming Friday night with the, the Herb Barlow Memorial over at Jacksonville Raceway, kind of uh, mull home turf. Uh, I mean, yeah, I mean, it's, it's 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 just one of those places Jacksonville is known for really tight quarters racing, and you just never know what, what to expect there other than really great sprint car racing action.
1: Well, this is a great weekend. I mean, as long as, you know, Jeremy, I know Jeremy's with us hanging out, helping us record this tonight, and I think he would agree with me. As long as I can remember, even before I started going to the Jacksonville portion of of this weekend, this is a fantastic weekend, and it's really cool for fans that can go to both Jacksonville for the Herb Barlow Memorial on Friday and then turn around and go to Speed River Speedway for the Tom Knowles Memorial on Saturday because it's so drastic of a change. You know, Jacksonville is so tight. It's, you know, this tight quarters racing. You're always on top of people. You're in and out of the throttle. The car has to work so well. You get to to spin river, the car obviously has to work so well, but suddenly motor's a lot more important. You're going twice as fast, maybe, and Jeremy might be able to help me with that, but I don't know if it's twice as fast, but it's probably pretty close. I know that the the All-Stars back in the day averaged 118 miles an hour around that place. So it's such a drastic change, and it's so much different. It has to have a completely different mindset. It's a great racing weekend. And this is the kind of weekend that could sneak up and bite somebody, even somebody like a Jared Hall. You know, he's just so consistent. He's done all these tracks so many times in different kinds of sprint cars that this is a great weekend for race fans to see opposite ends of the sprint car spectrum almost to the extent that you can see it. Of course, we we don't have very many half-mile tracks in Illinois, so it's pretty hard to see a sprint car in Illinois on a half-mile track. You're not going to see them go any faster Maybe down at Clay County they were about as fast as Spoon River, but I don't think they were still as fast as they are at Spoon River. You're not going to see a sprint car in Illinois probably go any faster than you do at Spoon River when the track conditions are right. And at the same time, you're not going to see them on much tighter of a racetrack where driving is so much so important as you will on Jacksonville on Friday night. So a great weekend of racing. And of course, you got Power I both those nights too. I think so. It's it's going to be a great weekend of racing and and you know the sprint car fans, the midget fans. They all come together and love it when those two groups of cars race together. Probably will mean that we'll have a couple extra uh, cars in the field for the MOA series as well. You know, Jake Blackhurst, talked to him at 34 Raceway. He made the feature. Uh, was actually would have been in the dash if he hadn't had a little bobble off turn four in his heat race a couple laps ago. They're planning on running as many of these last few races as they can. You know, they got kitchen cooked potato chips on board. And the Blackhurst family owns that. And, that's a great car to have with us, and he's moving up from the midget ranks, and they really want to see what they can do in the wind deal. They're struggling a little bit with it right now, They think, but I talked to Jake's dad, and do they really, really want that to work, and that's a car we're probably going to see most of the last eight races here. So, you know, there's I think we're going to pick up a bunch of cars as we move along towards the end of the season, so it should be pretty exciting, but this weekend's going to be awesome.
0: Absolutely. And for anybody who's never seen Spoon River, the banking there, you just really can't, like you said, the speed and the banking there is just something you really haven't, if you've never seen the place, well worth checking out. This whole weekend's well worth checking out. Great, great doubleheader coming up. And like you said, a lot, lot of guys that might be pulling double duty this weekend who, it's definitely going to be a lot of fun to watch from the fan side. And I know uh, having the call for the show, it'll be a lot of fun for you as well.
1: Oh Yeah, those two places, Jacksonville's always fun to call. The Spring River is a place we go to pretty much once a year now. We went there a couple times in a couple years, but it's always fun to go back. You know, the Tom Knowles Memorial, as far as sprint car racing, you know, memorial races in Illinois go, it's been a huge race for a long time. And, and the fact that MOA has came in and become a part of the Tom Knowles Memorial, I think, says something about the series. It says something about how solid the series has become in the last few years and how well respected it's become. And we haven't let that show down. It's always been a great show. I think it'll be a great show again. Uh, that track just is so fast. I mean, Jake Croston who is our, you know, our race director flagged a, a race or two there back in the day. And, and, and I've been on the flag stand when cars are out there and they go by that flag stand so fast amazing even the difference between that and being in the in the bleachers that place uh, as far as being a driver has to be at as big of adrenaline rush as you could almost get it is so fast and, and like you said the banking is just unbelievable you know they use natural some natural hillsides to make a great racetrack there and it is super super fast should be a ton of fun and, and you know and i haven't really heard names yet that might be doing double duty but you can expect there's going to be a few names playing double duty i know there, Rico Abreu, hey, I don't think he's gonna run the four ten, but he's gonna be there, so you never know what might happen. He might pull his car as a surprise or might pop in something else, but you know, he's gonna be there with the midgets, so he's been running his wing car a lot lately and wants to do more of that, so you know, he might drop in on us with a four ten car too. You never know who's gonna show up, but it should be a lot of fun. It's just exciting for me being a fan for so long of strength car racing to be a part of the Tom Knowles Memorial and have the Moto series that you know that I'm the "Quote unquote" voice of to to be a part of that race and it's a lot of fun and it's always a if you're just in it for 50/50 drawings it's always a huge 50/50 drawing for for goodness sake no other reason just come and take that chance to get the 50/50.
0: <laughs> Absolutely, I'll tell you what, Dwayne. Friday the 12th is going to be here in a hurry, and we'll
2: let you
0: we'll let you get a chance to hit the road here and get some rest because this week's going to fly by. Of course, Dwayne Hewitt, the voice of the Moa's Front Car Series, presented by Casey General sword Dwayne, see you at Jacksonville Friday night. Thanks for being a part of the show.
1: I'll be there. I look forward to seeing a whole lot of people packing in at Jacksonville. We'll see you Friday, Patrick.
0: Absolutely. Dwayne Hewitt, the voice of Ma. We'll be right back after this with our next guest. Uh, Sprint Car Series presented by Casey's General Stores Podcast. With us now is the original media guy from the original the original season, 2011. Ross Weiss, uh, media specialist now with World Racing Group. Welcome to the show, Ross.
3: Thank you, Patrick. Uh, I'm very glad to be here with with you guys tonight.
0: I'll tell you what, that first season, uh, you were the guy that cut all the promos and did, did a lot of promotional materials, but not only that, you kind of got to see just kind of what this band of brothers has really kind of become.
3: Well, yeah, and it just, I mean, and in, in 2011, it, it really hadn't, Become anything. It, it was I mean that that was the very first year, so we were just it was it was a new experience for everybody. You know, chasing points all year at various different tracks across the region, and for me going to so many different race tracks and and uh, and being being around so many different race car drivers who I'd really never gotten the opportunity to see before that far up north into Illinois from where I lived, and uh, it was definitely an interesting experience that year. And it's uh, it's great to see where the series has gone since then.
0: Well, just kind of explain kind of what you saw as everything went along. Just how everybody as they were on the road, you you got to see all these relationships kind of build as you went from track to track. Just kind of explain how everybody kind of kind of uh, grew together and just explain w- what that's like.
3: Well, it was, you know, I, as far as relationship building is, there really only. The only thing I noticed was just me getting to know the racers and their friends and family just the more time I spent up there. Because I, I kind of, I mean, as this outside video guy from Southern Illinois, I, I kind of walked into the Central Illinois region not really knowing anybody. Um, and just with all these new faces and names to to learn every weekend. And um, I mean, the, the very first ever weekend we started, you know, Doing production work for the MOA series was a, I want to say it was a race at uh, Malden, Missouri, um, of all places. And we, uh, you know, there were a a few guys that there that night like Tim Mohan and Mike Hess and Ben Wagner. And we were, you know, just, that was my first time around much of any of those guys. Um, And we were, you know, doing, doing doing these interviews and getting the video and just really even at that point in my career, just learning how to run a camera effectively and fluidly um just that was that was definitely one of the more fun parts was all the just getting to meet all the people in that region and befriending all the people in that region and that's been friendships i still have to to, to this day
0: like you said there's everybody just kind of came together and, and as this deal's kind of gone along i've gotten to see it a little bit more kind of coming in as well kind of after after you ended up going out to charlotte and um going out with world racing group but it's just one of those deals, like you said, everybody kind of came together, and we've had some new faces all come in, but it's just become one one giant family. And, you know, families always like to have a lot of fun. Ross, what would you say was one of your – maybe name one or two of your uh, favorite moments being out on the road with the MOA Sprint Car Series.
3: Favorite moments or favorite races? What are you looking for there?
0: Uh, favorite moments? It could be it could be a race. It could be something before or after the races. Just, just
3: oh favorite. goodness. Well, I'd say as far as one of the outside of a race moments, I mean, how could you not go back to that legendary foot race around the Jacksonville Speedway between Jeremy Stanridge, uh Jeff Parks, and Ricky Northrop? I mean, that was just is legendary to an extreme that event. Um, so that's so that. That's definitely an event that that uh, ranks pretty high up there. And uh, and obviously just a, a a whole summer of Jeff Parks doing the Bernie at various racetracks all across South, uh, Central <laughs> Illinois. That was uh, that was definitely some pretty good moments there as well.
0: So I, speaking of this, I I don't know if um, I. I know Jeremy's been working on some stuff. Hey, think we could possibly do another foot race here in the future? I'm
4: uh I've been I've been going and working out the gym all week. I'm I'm up for it. I'm ready to take the take the belt back from Jeff Parks.
0: Well <laughs> there you have it, Ross. We might have something to actually watch for here in uh, the coming days.
4: The, I, the only thing I, we gotta worry about, I think, is is uh, watching out for Ricky and, and if he if he can beat us to the cake or the food afterwards. I think that's my only worry.
0: If if they're snap on beef jerky, we're all in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> all right, we covered favorite moments. What what would you say was your favorite race or maybe even favorite racetrack that you got to go to that you hadn't seen before doing what you did with the Moa series? What would you what would you say that
3: would be? Uh, I mean it's we could be more than... to because I got to go to so many different race tracks. Um uh, Burlington was great. I obviously fell in love with, with with Jacksonville. That that place means a lot to me. Um as far as favorite races, um uh, my default favorite all time mola race ever is the Jacksonville Sprint Week show in twenty eleven when uh Hole slit Smith on the on a green and white uh lap one last shootout for the win. Uh, that's that's definitely one of my all time uh favorite mola moments right there.
0: And You've actually got the footage of that as well. It's definitely one of those moments that uh, it was very very uh talked about even kind of outside of the normal like the tight MOA circle. Like anybody who was a fan of open wheel racing kind of knew about what happened that night.
3: Yeah, that was that whole what this that whole sprint week deal all, all together that first year they did that, that was a very big deal and, and Jacksonville was definitely one of the one of the high points of that five day swing uh, of, uh, that, that was probably one of the better races of that of that that
0: that whole spring week absolutely and they've just gone on and they've they've tried they've raised the bar a couple times since of, even though it seemed like it was going to be hard to do but there have definitely been some pretty wild finishes there and as long as mother nature plays nice this week and it looks like she should clear out of here before friday but it looks like we're shaping up to possibly have another good one she's Gonna give us a nice wet racetrack to see a pretty good show. Before we let you go, Ross, just kind of explain kind of wh- how um, working with the MOA series has kind of uh, helped you into uh, where you're at today with uh, World Racing Group.
3: Well, it's I mean I every every opportunity I've gotten in my career since then I owe to the the the, the MOA series and Kenny Dobson and all the people around there. Um. I mean, when I when I first started with Mola, I was just a young kid covering races for the local TV station there in Southern Illinois, and I get a I get a random Twitter message one day from this guy named Ken Dobson, looking you know saying we're starting this new sprint car series and we'd love to have a video guy. Um, and I we got some equipment together and I traveled up for a practice day at Jacksonville, and then I spent a whole summer going to the races and. And I moved to Iowa for a year, and then I moved to North Carolina, and just everything, everything started with that year, year and a half I spent there with, with, with Moa, and that was just, I mean, a monumental year and a half, because I mean, people still talk about some of the videos I have sitting online for that year and a half, and that's, that's, that's definitely I am where I am today because of that year and a half in Central Illinois.
0: And, and Ross, we thank you for, I know Jeremy and I and Kenny and all of us really appreciate everything you did because it's that initial boost to get kind of our name and the series out there. It's just invaluable what it's done for us going forward. It it definitely gave us a really good building block to move forward with. And we thank you for
3: it. Well, it's, I mean, that's, that's the kind of stuff that's that's critical in today's day and age to getting your voice out there anyway. There's, there's so many voices yelling into the megaphone that is social media these days that you've got to have something to draw people to your name and your, your, your content. And Thankfully we had enough good video and quality races that year that, uh, the Moa name dev definitely got a good shot out, good shot out, out of the gate.
0: Absolutely. For anybody who kind of wants to go back and look up some of those older videos and whatnot, you're, uh, YouTube name is Little Reject Produ- Productions, right?
3: Actually, you can just go to youtube.com slash Ross Weiss, and ah, okay. uh, it'll, it'll all show up right there.
0: Oh, there you have it. Uh, former uh, media guru for the most Print Car Series, now uh, now with World Racing Group, Ross Weiss. Ross, we thank you for the time. We know it's a little bit late out there in North Carolina, and we thank you for taking some time out to uh, stop in and join the podcast tonight.
3: Thanks for having me, guys. I appreciate it, and good
0: luck with the rest of your race season. Thanks, Ross. Thank you very much, Ross Weiss, uh, media specialist for World Racing Group, former uh, Moa, MOA media guru. And when we come back from break, we will have somebody who had a breakout run at Burlington Saturday night, Ben Wagner. Stick around. We'll be right back with the MOA Sprint Car Series presented by Casey's General Stores Podcast. Uh, welcome back from break, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, uh, the MOA Sprint Car Series presented by Casey's General Stores Podcast is back after our short break in that and we would like to welcome at this time somebody who's kind of had a rough season up to this up until the last event out at burlington uh ben wagner out of Indon, illinois ben welcome to the show my friend
2: hey thanks for having me guys
0: well getting right down into it uh, I like we mentioned a uh, great run up at burlington ended up with a top five finish but Really didn't necessarily necessarily reflect how good of a run you actually had.
2: Yeah, you know, uh, it was uh, a really long night for us. Uh, I was pulling double duty and uh, I was running our 305 car uh, along with the 410, and you know I uh, had a lot of work to do the night before, where I was up till probably. I think I was still up in Burlington at two o'clock in the morning and I ended up coming back home to end up finishing loading the four ten stuff up here at home and you know I had about four hours of sleep you know that that night and ended up uh having a really really busy busy night there with classes being kind of pushed right together there with only the the four cylinders in between, so I was pretty tuggered out by the time uh it was all said and done, but, uh, I was really proud of everybody that, uh, was helping me out there. And, uh, we, we definitely had a good run going and, uh, felt good to be back up front again for a little while anyways. And, uh, I just kind of blew it in lap traffic, but, you know, I live and learn, I guess.
0: Well, considering the season you've had so far, is it kind of one of those deals where you feel it's kind of bittersweet, you're happy that you got a top five run, but you're kind of kicking yourself at the same time knowing you were that
2: close? Uh, yes and no. I mean, there's uh, there's definitely some positives to take out of it. I mean, that is actually, you know, the car we had at Burlington last night or Saturday night, I mean, is uh, a car that we've actually had – sitting up in our loft in our shop for at least a year now it was our backup car and uh, you know we started the year out with a new car and we didn't quite have a good feel for it and it wasn't really responding to any of the adjustments and setups we were putting underneath of it and we decided you know it's getting towards the end of the year we might as well switch it up and see if we can get something different to go and you know we kind of got lucky there and we uh, had a really really good car early on and uh, you know in the heat race we were able to make the invert really good and start on the outside pole and um, in the dash we were awesome and uh, you know like I said in the future we were like we led the first 10 laps or so and you know, when lap traffic came into play, you know, I went all the way up in the cushion in one and two, and I kind of left the door open for Brown, and he kind of uh, snickered me a little bit there. So, um, I guess, you know, comparing to how many races that he has a year versus how many I have, uh, we didn't do too bad. So, uh
0: Like like you said, um, traffic kind of snuck up on you there a little bit, but like it's one of those deals. Like you said, you'll kind of move on from it. Um, uh, A couple tracks coming up this weekend that uh, you've had some success, especially at Jacksonville Friday night, just um, with the run that you had uh, this past Saturday night. Kind of put a little bit of a pep back in your step and uh, kind of have you looking forward to getting to the track track again this weekend
2: um yeah it does um you know i i kind of have a love-hate relationship with jacksonville uh i don't know why it just seems like you know one night we'll go there and you know we'll run up in the top five but then uh the next time we show up there it seems like we're just looking around at each other like what what the heck did we do to it you know and we're searching for speed or or what have you but um I, yeah, we've, we've won a race there, and we've had some really good runs there before, and it's just a matter of getting some good luck on our side and being able to piece it together throughout the night to stay up front when it counts. And uh, then when it comes to Canton, you know, we we've always loved going there, and we've always seemed to run really, really strong there, so I'm definitely looking forward to that one for sure.
0: Speaking of uh, digging the car out of the rafters and getting everything ready, who who is the crew that helps keep you out on the racetrack each and every night on the Molla Sprint Car Series? Who are the who are the people behind Ben Wagner that help
2: make it possible? Uh definitely number one is my dad. Um, you know, I I wouldn't be out there for him, and you know, he's he's kind of getting up there in the years. He's he's just about pushing sixty right now, so he's kind of getting to the point now where he's kind of let me kind of take care of most all of it nowadays and um, you know lately I've kind of been doing a lot of the, the setup and, and all that stuff and uh, but you know at the same time I'm lucky to have him around to to help me out and as well as um, Scott and Jared with the 12 car you know those guys always help us out constantly you know and it's good to have them on our side too because everyone knows how good they are and it's really nice to be able to go out and pick their brain and see if they can find a way to help us get a little bit more speed out of what we got and uh, you know then we got some really good sponsors on board with us that that uh, we really really appreciate all what they do for us and we wouldn't be able to do what we are able to do right now without them, so, uh, you know, my, my father-in-law, he's he's been real busy with work, uh, his, his day job, you know, about every day this year, and uh, he's, he's helped out, you know, when he's been able to, and then my grandpa, he likes to come out and watch, and uh, then my wife, Caitlin, she's usually there at the track every night, and we were kind of giving her some grief. Uh, a couple days ago because she uh, wasn't able to go to Burlington. She was at a Garth Brooks concert up in Chicago uh, (laughs) with her aunt. So everyone was kind of giving her some guff there after that. (laughs) But uh, she's there helping me out most every night. So I definitely couldn't do it without her either.
0: For um, anybody who wants to know a little bit more about you, uh, you've you've got a driver website. Do you have any other places that we can find you online as as well besides, uh, benwagner.com.
2: Oh, uh, well, yeah, I got my, uh, my Facebook page and, um, I, uh, I'm actually on Twitter too. I don't really, they have a whole lot of followers on there yet. So, but you know, I get a lot of, a lot of information off of there and, uh, you know, my handle on Twitter is at benwagner84. If anyone wants to, wants to follow me, uh, you know, I, I try not to to tweet too much or anything anymore. I I, I just am not really that active with uh, the social media as much as I used to be. But uh, it's definitely fun to, to be able to keep up with the fans as much as I can. Um, but yeah, that's uh, my website, benwagner.com. Uh, that kind of reminds me too. I got a lot of updating to do on that. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Well, Ben, um, we won't keep any any longer because uh, this weekend will be here before we know it. But uh, we thank you for uh, joining the Moa Sprint Car Series presented by Casey's General Stores Podcast, and we wish you the best of luck this weekend at uh, Jacksonville and Spoon River.
2: All right. Thank you, guys.
0: Thank you. That's the driver the number 84 uh, Moa Sprint Car out of Emden, Illinois, Ben Wagner. Well, before we close out the show, we'll just kind of do a little bit of a quick preview of... Uh, A couple of events coming up. Of course, Friday night is the Herb Barlow Memorial with the Moa Sprint Car Series returning kind of back to its home turf at Jacksonville Speedway. And then Saturday night, the tour heads up just around the Peoria area up to the Spoon River Speedway up in uh, Banner, Illinois. Uh, Two vastly different racetracks with different styles of racing, but both usually put on great shows. And Jeremy, i I don't know about you, but uh, I think I'm about ready to I'm ready to leave the house as long, as long as it's darn rain outside that's falling right now. We're just ready for it to be done. We're ready to go race a certain Friday night.
4: I'm ready. Um, after Burlington, um, you know, that Burlington was fun. Um, and uh, time to, I guess, come back close to home, um, which we all, most of all, our drivers call Jacksonville uh, home. Um, so that's always fun to look forward to, and then race with Power Eye, and then it also being the Herb Barlow Memorial. I know we got a lot of fan giveaways and uh, and stuff, even for the drivers to give away um, this coming deal. Um, that um, Herb Barlow's family, and of course, um, one of my great sponsors, uh, Carol and Kevin Shue, um, always help out with. Um, so they got some stuff to give away. Um, we got some stuff from Valvoline and, and some other things to give away and throw out to the fans. So. Um, Make definitely bring the kids, bring the family. Um it's gonna be a great night. Might even want to bring Jack. It looks like it might be a little chilly Friday and Saturday, you know as well.
0: Yeah, we're getting an early taste of fall here, uh we're gonna get a little bit of it's gonna feel more like uh a little bit of like, or like early October instead of late September with these temperatures. But Herb Barlow Memorial at Jacksonville and uh, the thirtieth annual Tom Mintz Memorial up at Spoon River which is great deal that we're, we're a part of that with the Moa Sprint Car Series. Uh, race that's had a long, long standing history in the state of Illinois with Sprint Car Racing and for uh, Spoon River and the, the men's family to make MOA part of part of that event is pretty special fast, fast race track. That's always a lot of fun to uh, a lot of fun to check out. And if people haven't seen it, it's well worth checking out. This whole weekend's worth checking out.
4: Yeah, and you know the Tom Knowles. That's one race. Whether you're a MOA driver or uh, no matter who you are, that's a that's a, a race that you want to get your name on the back of that shirt that they give out every year. That's a lot of good drivers um, that's won that race, including um, Don Beechler and uh, Tony Y and Jim Mohan, um, Gary Wright, um, um, the great um, Kevin Doty. I think is one in both the Midgets and Sprints. Um, my dad, Ron Sanders, has is one. Um, I think even um, in the early days, I think you may have had a Kinzer or um, a couple of those guys come in there and win it. Um, I might have to look. at But there's, um, I know it's uh, day fees has won it. Um, and there's, I mean, that history goes back to at least the early 80s that I can remember. So that's definitely one every driver wants to put in his uh Put in his win book and and say that he's won that race and and it puts your name in the
3: history
0: book for sure. Absolutely, there's there's a lot of things that come and go with time, but if you're when when you end up winning a race like that and you're on the back of, of a t-shirt, you're there forever and it's something that nobody can ever take away from you. That's right. Well, it looks like about all the time we have this week for this week's uh, broadcast of the most Sprint Car Series presented by Casey's General Stores Podcast. We thank each and every one of you for tuning in. Uh, we look forward to bringing you the next podcast here shortly.